Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast brought to you by Letterman Row and our good friends at Buyers Automotive. If you're looking for a news car, used car, any car in Columbus, Spencer, where do you go? Buyers. Buyers Auto. Auto. BuyersAuto.com. We are actually here today in Roosters. We just finished up an episode of Letterman Live. We just finished up before that, Ohio State's first spring practice. Um, and generally, practice doesn't tie into recruiting. Today yes, it in did. The spring it does. Today it did uh, because we got to see our first glimpse of Cade Stover at tight end for Ohio State. After starting his career at linebacker, he moved to defensive end. Now he's been moved over to the tight end position. And the Buckeyes are recruiting two tight ends in the class of 2021. My thought initially was, how does this impact that? Does that change anything? Do the Buckeyes need to now only recruit one tight end in 2021? But as we saw in the last few days, Cormonte Hamilton moves over to defensive tackle. So now the plan is back in place. Two tight ends for Ohio State in 2021. There's a really good one here in Columbus named Jack Pugh. Uh, his brother plays at Northwestern. Uh, we wrote about him last week. That's not really here nor there. Point is. wrote about his brother or wrote about Jack? Jack. I didn't write about his brother. His brother's a wide receiver at Northwestern. I don't write oh. about Northwestern well. football. I don't talk about Northwestern football. I've talked about Northwestern football more in these last 10 seconds <laughs> than I have in the last 10 years. All right. Well, anyway. So Jack Pugh. Anyway. So tight end. Jack Pugh, tight end, one. Hilliard Bradley High School, really talented. I'm interested to see if he's going to wait it out and, and come camp for Ohio State this summer. If he does, I think you could see him be the second tight end in this class with Sam Hart. But I don't know if that's going to happen or not. He's got 20-some offers, including big offers like Michigan State, et cetera. That's big. Um, it's a big offer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Penn State down the road. So there, there's all these opportunities. But we're not really here to talk about tight ends. Okay? It's spring football. I'm excited. Because yeah, football's back. I was back. so happy today. It was football's very nice. back. It's 50 degrees out. It's a little rainy, but who cares? Uh, we're in Columbus. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That's Spencer Holbrook. We're just diving in here, just rip roaring. Yeah. Um, we are talking stuff about Ohio State recruiting, and I want to just talk about football being back. So today at Ohio State, there were four visitors on campus. Three of them are already signed with the Buckeyes, so it's not like there's a lot of intrigue there. Mayan Williams, who uh, had a thumb surgery a few weeks ago, he did not have any sort of brace or anything on his hand. He was fine. Grant Dutant, um, Ohio State offensive line signee from Michigan, who had a labrum surgery back in November. He told me he's cleared, ready to go. He actually said he was in town and working out with the Buckeyes, despite the fact that he's not early enrolled. Is that allowed? I mean, it has to be. They brought him in. I mean, he was in here. Uh, it said he was in town Saturday. I mean, and when you're signed, I guess you kind of Once can. you're signed, I, I, you know, there's things you can do. I, I, I imagine. I bet it's one of those things where, like, you know, there's weird things. Like, if you pay your housing deposit, you can do certain things. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, so, I like assume- once you're enrolled and you're, like. You know, he he signed with the Buckeyes. He's uh, he's comes down here to Columbus from Michigan because his doctor's down here after his surgery. So it's just been conducive to him uh, being over on campus. And with uh, Grant was also Jacob James, a Cincinnati elder offensive lineman. Hard to miss him. It's hard to miss him and his hair. Um, I think it's just cool when these guys do sign to be able to just show up at practice whenever they want, really. Not even have to work out. And watch what's happening because for an offensive lineman, especially, the opportunities are so limited because of the numbers. And you got 11, 12 guys playing, you know, the spots. 
any of these mental reps that you can get are huge. And I'm sure they get talk, they get a, a nice talking to about what to expect from out of mental reps, how to do these mental reps. Because right. if you come to this practice, you're not just coming to hang out like when you were a recruit. You're coming because you need to get some mental reps so you're not behind uh, the other guys who did enroll early. Uh, and I think it's a it is a good thing. Yeah. It's it's a good leg up to have. And we can talk about early enrollees for a minute here. Obviously, fourteen guys from the class of twenty twenty early enrolled. Today was their first practice. To me, are they still recruits? No. So we don't talk about them anymore. So the We're done with the them. other guys are. We're done with them. They're not here. We're done with them. Uh, I, let's talk about Jackson real quick. Jackson okay. Smith and Jigba is going to be a star. Right, I mean that's the. the so, is there is there a guy who is like more buzzworthy today than Jackson? I don't Smith want Jigba? to do this to Julian because I think Julian is going to be a an incredible football player for Ohio sure. State. Julian Fleming, yeah, for the uninitiated. And I think Mookie Cooper is going to be great. And I think I think all four of those guys are going to be pretty darn good wide receivers. But what Jackson Smith and Jigba did today in his first act in front of us, um, if he if he wanted to create some buzz. Well, yeah. he did it. He was as impressive as I've seen from a wide receiver in a practice, and that goes for you know we, when we watched practice last spring when I was around uh, sparingly, even the guys who were returning didn't look like that. He he just looks different. He puts a he has an ability. How do I say this? For the older fans out there, if you remember what Terry Glenn did in 1995, just I, don't. A, I wasn't you born. don't you weren't I alive. wasn't born you weren't alive. But Terry Glenn. Negative one. The Bolitnikoff Award winner in 1995. I know who he is. Was as spectacular that season as I've ever seen a wide receiver. Every catch he made seemed to be like electric. There wasn't anything ever really mundane about what he did. Every catch was leaping or jumping or diving or getting drilled while he caught it. I felt that way about Garrett Wilson last year. Like the way that he plays reminded me a little bit of, of Terry Glenn. But what I see out of Jackson Smith and Jigba is just a guy who, size-wise, he is so much more ready for college football than Garrett was a year ago physically. Now, Garrett's obviously a next-level guy, but Jackson just uh, – uh, my only concern would be that he gets himself hurt because he plays so – I don't want to say reckless. He does play reckless. But he it's just – he he doesn't – there's no ball he thinks he can't get. Yeah, he's fearless. And maybe fearless is a better word. Reckless and fearless on the football field kind of – on offense, at least, kind of go right. hand in hand. If you're on defense, it's different. But. And, and polish wise, th- this group of wide receivers between Njigba and G. Scott and Julian Fleming and Mookie Cooper, they just, man, it is it is different. I mean, we talked all year about how good those guys are and how this group is going to be sort of a, a next level group from the minute they got onto campus. But they are they are really special to watch. They're they're really impressive. I, it it's crazy to me. Uh, one thing that I will say about this. It's not going to be a, a battle because we're never going to pit them against each sure. other ever, ever on Letterman Row. But Jackson ran a lot of routes in high school because he ran in, he was in an air raid style. Yeah, Julian didn't, and I think that is helping Jackson right now. Julian will, Julian could definitely be better as a wide receiver in the long term than Jackson. But Jackson, as it is right now, looks like the best one because he just ran so many routes. Yeah, as, I mean he played a, in a much more pro style offense and. Uh, Julian Fleming and the group at Southern Columbia played more of like a, a wishbone wing T, and that makes a difference when you get here. And he still ended up having a career of over five thousand yards receiving. Yeah, I crazy. mean, he was great, but I, I just think it's going to be really cool to watch those guys as they develop together. And you mentioned it on Letterman Live. 
like the the way that they work together and the way that that group seems to be um, supporting each other it's as the a most selfless group. Right. It's incredible for for a position group that's known sort of as divas. There's not a one of them in that group. So um, we could talk about the early enrollees. We're going to talk about them for the next six weeks of spring football. So get off of that. And there was one other visitor today at Ohio State on Monday uh, who is a non-committed player. And that's this guy named David Holloman from Michigan. He is from uh, the uh, Ann Arbor. Where? What's that area? Ann Arbor, Detroit. No. Um, Lansing. What's uh, the spot where the Pistons used to play? Oh, uh, Auburn Hills. Auburn Hills, yes. Avondale High School in Auburn Hills. That's where he's from. Okay. Uh, he's an interesting guy. He's actually visited Ohio State three times. Uh, last time he was here was the Penn State came back in November. Then he saw Ohio State play against Michigan in Ann Arbor the wow. week after. All right. Uh, he's a three-star running back, and Ohio State actually – I think really likes the kid. He's like five foot eleven, two hundred pounds. Kind of looks the part, um, and he was being kind of, you know, hanging out all day with Mark courted, Pantone. Courted and, by Mark Pantone. Um, I, they haven't offered him, and I don't say they're gonna. But he's got eighteen offers across the country, including like Maryland, Nebraska, pretty decent football programs. Just keep an eye on that name as we move along because eventually the Buckeyes are going to take two running backs in the class of 2021. And the question is, how easy is it to get two top-tier guys when it comes to national rankings? Or does it make more sense if you can get one of those big-time guys early to to go after somebody who's a, a three-star well, that maybe you have a more realistic shot of getting him to compliment? The, the good thing for Ohio State with, with this – uh, newly found prospect visiting is you're going to have an answer as far as one of these dominoes in the next 29 days. Yeah, you I should. Think, yeah, I mean, March have 29, 31 days. 31. Okay, yeah, 31, 30, 31. Well, yeah, yeah Evan Pryor says he's committing. If, if before Evan Pryor April. commits before April, one of the major dominoes in this entire class, regardless of position, falls, and that creates a trickle-down effect. You could see you know, some movement. Guys want to come to Ohio State. Maybe a guy drops Ohio State from his list because Evan Pryor's already there. This Auburn Hills could play a big role in... Uh, well, Michigan is going to play a big role in Ohio State's running back recruiting one way or the other. Donovan Edwards, who we've talked about, obviously ad nauseum on this show. Uh, he's visiting Ohio State this week, Thursday and Friday. It's a two-day visit. Is that an official capacity? Uh, no, unofficial. it's an unofficial visit. He's coming down with Ron Vellamy, his coach at West Bloomfield. It's a huge trip. I mean, this is an opportunity for Ohio State to really lay things out to him. And we don't know the exact date yet of Evan Pryor's visit to Ohio State. I think it's middle of the month, uh, middle of March. But, like, if Donovan Edwards, and we again, we talked about the crystal balls last week. If he is wanting to be in the Ohio State recruiting class. He needs to do it now. There's probably a conversation that's going to be had that says, hey, Evan Pryor is visiting. Now, the good news, I don't mean to cut you off. No, please do. The good news on that front is, I know it was all for show, but there's a picture of Donovan Edwards mm-hmm. and Evan Pryor. They've talked about it. They- in, in Georgia uniforms, mm-hmm. saying that, you know, let's play together kind of thing. So if one or the other commits, it could be potentially huge for Ohio State. Sure. Well, it's going to be huge one way or the other. But, but you know, if, if they lay it out for Donovan Edwards and say, okay, we think Evan Pryor's in. We want you guys to play together, but we don't want you guys to play together in Georgia. Donovan Edwards, has gone, yeah. Donovan Edwards has gone on record saying that he wants to be a part of a two-back system, which is rare because so many kids these days want 
all the the carries, but he's understanding that longevity for a running back is not exactly uh, great. And if he can split carries in college and not have to carry it 400 times a year and can carry it 130, 140, all of a sudden his NFL career uh, potentially is much uh, better. It's interesting that you bring that up because there are two programs in the country that come to mind when you think of two-back systems. Well, for me at least. Georgia, because they've just been able to do it for so long. Sure. And Ohio State, because they did it with uh, Mike Weber and J.K. Dobbins. It, it, well, they it, also did it with Carlos Hyde and Ezekiel Elliott. No, and, and, yeah. I mean, it's something that has been done here. And, and But most notably, Weber and Dobbins both went for over 1,000 in the right. same year. That's something that they can, you know, there's there's proof in the pudding almost at both Georgia and Ohio State. And now you've got Donovan Edwards and Evan Pryor both saying, okay, Georgia and Ohio State are right here in the mix. Right. It, the, it's really interesting. The Buckeyes and Bulldogs will be in the top three for each of those two if you had a uh, if you had to put it on the table the, right now. They'd well, both be in the top three. Pryor's so. with North Carolina as his third, and, and Edwards has Michigan as right. his third. So it, it's an interesting dynamic that's coming in the next few weeks, but that starts this week for Ohio State and Donovan Edwards Huge uh, when he makes his trip here on Thursday. There's definitely no reason to be thinking like there's a commitment watch happening or anything like that. But if the Buckeyes are truly in the lead in this recruitment and that's sort of the temperature as the way things are right now, it is an opportunity for them to to change the game here and to put some distance between themselves, Michigan, Notre Dame, Georgia, LSU, all these other schools that he's still going to visit. He's expecting, I guess, to have a a decision made by the start of summer. Anything can happen when you're on campus. Uh, That's really the beauty of this time of year. Visits just kind of happen. We don't always know about them, um, but kids are making their way around the country, visiting a lot of the top schools right now. So uh, this is an abbreviated edition of Talking Stuff, but we're going to get out of here from Roosters, uh, brought to you by our good friends at Buyers Auto. This has been Talking Stuff. What did Austin say? If you're buying an auto, go to Buyers Auto. Yeah, but that's that's just rhyming, rhyming with rhyming. But that's what buyers like. That's buyers thing. Is it? Yeah, you'll have to take that up with the with the buyers. I just think that you shouldn't rhyme auto with auto. Either way, you should go to buyers auto. Yeah, if you're buyer, yeah. or if you're buying auto. an auto, go to buyers auto. That's Spencer Holbrook. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Talking Stuff on LettermanRoad.com. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you folks again next time.